Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here and I trust you're enjoying a really great Thursday wherever you are in the world. Thursday the 6th of May 2021 and I hope all things are well in your world. As a quick reminder before we jump into today's episode, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, please press subscribe on the platform that you're listening to. That will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and running. And of course, if you can do me a massive favor as well and rate the show, uh, whether it's a five-star, three-star, two-star, one-star, no-star, just rate the show. That'll be greatly appreciated because that will enable people just like you who are looking for sales leadership information, tips, tricks, techniques, and so forth to more easily find the podcast. And that's what we're all about, trying to get the message out to as many sales leaders as possible to help them become the exceptional sales leader that I know that they're destined to become. So on today's episode, a bit of a follow-up from yesterday where we talked about which level are you on and I gave an overview of the five levels of leadership that uh, John Maxwell talked about in his book called The Five Levels of Leadership. And I was listening to a podcast yesterday actually. In fact, I think the book itself is now 10 years old. So it's been 10 years since that book was actually written and it started out as being the five levels of influence and then obviously changed to the five levels of leadership. And just as a reminder, the first, if you haven't listened to the episode, please go back and listen to yesterday's episode. But the five levels that we talked about was level one being position, level two, permission, level three, production, level four, people development, and level five, the pinnacle. So on today's episode, a bit of a follow-up, and it's going to be about going to or growing to the next level. One of the things that I've noticed a lot with uh, particularly for sales leaders is they find it quite difficult to make the transition first of all from an individual contributor role into a sales leadership role but then once they're in the sales leadership role they sometimes find it difficult to make the transition to the next level so what i wanted to talk about today was uh, how do we how do we make the transition from level one being the position or, or title that we've got we're pretty new into the role how do we then grow into level two and give ourselves every opportunity of moving and growing through level one into level two where we actually start to lead people because people want to be part of uh, part of our team and they want us to lead them. So it's all about relationships. Now, as a leader, we must be disciplined and committed to growth. And that goes without saying that to reach the next level of leadership and to enable our team to grow and develop themselves, we need to be committed to our own growth. And I've often said that our, our team's growth is going to be uh, limited by the amount of growth that we are prepared to do and focus on as a leader. So if we're not growing, uh, chances are in all the for all intents and purposes, our team is not going to be growing either. Now, many leaders, they'll find it quite difficult to make the transition from level one position to level two permission. And often when leaders are in the position for a short period of time, they're so caught up and, and hey, I've got my leadership position, I've got the title, I've got all the responsibility that comes with it. And they're just, they're just trying to embrace the role to the point where they're not necessarily thinking about the next level. And then I've, I've seen leaders who have been in the role for quite a few years where they haven't quite been able to break out of that positional leadership, that the hierarchical type leadership, which I alluded to yesterday on the podcast, the guy from Australia Post, who was referring to his uh, team members as subordinates. So what I thought I'd do today is uh, go through, there's there's 10, 
10 guidelines or 10 ideas that John Maxwell put in his book that can help us uh, plan the growth strategy through level one and into level two. So hopefully this will be of, of value to you, particularly if you find yourself or you've got people within your team who perhaps at the moment are sitting at a positional level in terms of their leadership. They're really referring to their title, their focus on process. They haven't yet made the leap to permission where they haven't actually had people starting to follow them because they want to. People are starting, people are following them right now because they have to, because they report to them. So there are 10 things to talk about and I just want to do this at a really high level. If you want more information, please uh, refer to the book, go and, re- go and read the book. Uh, there's a lot more information in here, but just at a really high level, some 10 ideas to think about as we manage our growth plan through level one and hopefully arrive at level two and ready to really take advantage of the permission level of leadership. Point number one is thank the people who invited you into leadership. Now, this is a really interesting one. I remember when I first went into a leadership role, uh, I was very grateful, first of all, for Danny, my general manager at the time, for giving me, I guess, the opportunity, first of all. But second of all, I was really grateful that he saw something in me that warranted investment of uh, opportunity before the opportunity came about. Uh, investment in in training and so forth, so that when I was when I was given the opportunity to step up in the role in a formal sense, I was more ready for it. And so, expressing gratitude to the person or the people who have helped you get to the position in the first place is a great thing. So, just ask yourself: Has anybody thanked you for helping them get into the leadership role that they currently have, or in fact, have you uh, have you thanked somebody? who has been instrumental in helping you get into the leadership role that you are right now. And if not, hey, it's never too late to go and express gratitude and thank the people for helping you get to where you are right now. So that's point number one. Point number two is make a decision that you're going to dedicate yourself to constant and never-ending improvement. Now, this is about living outside and getting outside of our comfort zone. So putting yourself into positions where you have to learn something new, you have to try something new, you have to get uncomfortable in things that you're doing and making the growth intentional, being really, really specifically intentional about growing. And one of the things I talk a lot about with clients is if we can focus on getting better today than we were yesterday, but knowing that tomorrow we're going to try and improve on that as well so that we're better tomorrow than we were today, then we are on a growth trajectory and it means that we need to continue to be committed and disciplined to read new things, to put ourselves in positions where we may not know the answers to be curious and ask better questions, to go and find somebody who perhaps is further along the journey than we are and getting some advice from them. So dedicating ourselves to leadership growth is fundamentally important for our ability to grow through being in the positional level one leadership into permission level two leadership. Point number three is defining your leadership. Now, I've talked a lot about this and I've recorded podcasts around this. This is pretty much thinking about what do you stand for as a leader? Who am I? Who am I as a leader? What defines me? As a leader, what are my values? What what do I literally stand for as a leader? I did a podcast last week, helping you uh, come up with what your values are, and then putting it into a process where you can determine what your top values are. And also thinking about as part of your definition around leadership, what standards do you want to put in place? So what are going to be the standards of excellence that you put in place that will help define you as a leader, and therefore put your stamp of leadership onto it to enable you to more easily make the transition to level two permission level leadership. Point number four is shift from position to potential. Now, often this happens, people are given the sales leadership role for the first time, they're so smitten with the title, with the responsibility and all the accolades that come with 
the title, but what we need to do is start focusing on instead of the position and what we're called, let's start focusing on the potential that we can unleash and looking at what we can add in terms of contribution to others. So I've, I've known many people within the corporate environment where they're so focused on, if I can get to that level, I'll get that title and then, and then I would have quote unquote arrived. These are typical examples of positional leaders that once they get that position, there's almost like this power that goes to their head in some cases where they don't necessarily provide the level of service to others that ultimately will deliver the sustainable results that we know we want. And so moving our focus away from that position, that title, into the potential will give us a much better opportunity of really being able to embrace level two permission leadership. Point number five is focus on the vision. And this is a big one because we need to get really, really clear on what is the vision of the team, but also what is the vision of the organization and how can we play a part in fulfilling the, I guess, the vision or the process to arrive at the vision for the organization. How can we achieve that through a team? How can we assist our team in achieving that? What are some things we need to put in place? So uh, a great responsibility of a leader is, as I've always talked about, to find reality first of all, but a leader also has to have the ability to continue to cast the vision, to give people the opportunity of seeing what's going to be happening in the next two years, three years, five years, and for some of them, the next three months, because you might have to bring it right back for them. But focusing on that vision gives you a lot of clarity and it gives people a sense of we are on, we're on a process or we're on a journey towards something and it enables us to then better build relationships with our, our team, which is a key area of level two permission leadership. So making sure we're focusing on the vision at all times and being really clear on that. Point number six, uh, and this is a big one for a lot of positional leaders where they focus a lot on the rules. They focus on the rules, the regulations, the procedures. This is the way we've always done it or this is the way I want to do it because this is what I say. It's very hierarchical. So we need to actually make a shift from focusing on rules and start to focus on relationships. How can I use perhaps rules and regulations and processes as a platform to better focus on building higher value relationships with my team? How can I better serve them? And it may well be through building those better relationships, the team might actually come up with better rules, better processes, better ways of doing things that enables us to enhance the capability of the, of the entire team and therefore lift our capability and in the process make it easier to achieve the vision we're trying to achieve. So taking our eyes necessarily off the, the rules for rules sake and putting it back on how do we build better relationships because this is a key part of permission level two leadership. Uh, point number seven is initiating contact with your team members. This is interesting and many, many leaders that I work with are working in organizations where just the, the setup on the floor is quite interesting. It's not necessarily an open plan. You've got leaders who, uh, because of their title, because of the status, I guess, that comes with the title, they're, they're given an office. And in that office, they have a door and often that door is closed. And, and if it's like most leaders in most organizations, there's a lot of meetings that happen and a lot of these meetings are back to back, which means that their team don't necessarily get to spend as much time as they could or as much time as they should with their leader because their leader is always in in back to back meetings. So this particular point is how do I become more visible? Now, I've, I've shared a lot with a lot of clients at this particular concept and for many of them, it's been, uh, it's been a game changer for them because they used to think that in order for me to be more visible, in order for me to initiate contact with my team members, I had to have a specific reason in order to do that. And I said, that's not actually the case. Your team is just looking for you to be visible because just remember, there's three questions that the, the team is always asking of their leader and they'll be asking this 
of you as well, whether they know this consciously or unconsciously. They're going to be asking, first of all, is do you care about me? Can you help me is the second question. And the third question is, can I trust you? Now, to answer those three questions, one of the classic ways and the best ways and most effective ways to help them answer those questions is to be more visible, which means you don't actually have to have an agenda when you go out and see your team. Just go and have conversations with them. Just be in the vicinity. Just be in the in the presence of them because through the process of being more visible, sometimes those questions are already answered for you because of the way you're behaving in their presence. And so getting opportunities where you can do that more and more and more is a key, key way of moving yourself from a level one positional leadership focus into level two where it's all about permission and leading the team because they want to be led by you. Point number eight is don't mention your position or your title. So don't make it about you. I've often talked about leadership is not about you, never has been, never will be. It's all about how you can serve and how you can contribute to your team. So as I alluded to before, a lot of people that I've worked with in the past have um, been so fixated on their title and they think, well, once I've got a title, I can put it onto LinkedIn and I can put it on my business card and I'll hand out my business card. And there's a level of status, dare I say, ego that is attached to that. And many people get caught up in what the title is. Title, quite, quite frankly, means nothing. It is what is the contribution can you make to your team and to your team members. So don't mention your title. If you want to make the move to level two where it's all about permission, then don't make it about your title and certainly don't make it about you. Make it all about the contribution that you can make and the servitude that you can bring to the occasion every single moment that you're with your team. Point number nine is learn to say, I don't know. Now, again, I guess <laughs> this again is a big one because so many leaders out there think about, oh, I've got to have all the answers and I don't want to show my team that I don't know something because potentially that might be a, a level of weakness in their eyes. Well, you know what? It's not about that. If you don't know something, then say you don't know something. Be open, be genuine, be authentic and say and learn to say, hey, I don't know. It's a really good question. Let me go and find out. Or how about this? How about you get your team together and start talking about the current situation or the issue that you don't know something about and tap into the collective intelligence because chances are there may be some ideas that the team will come up with that will be the answer that you're looking for. What they've done is just educated you. What you've done is you've shown that you don't have to be the leader that has all the all the knowledge and all the answers to be a great leader. So learn to say, I don't know. And the final one, point number 10, is find a leadership coach. It is almost impossible to grow in leadership without the help of someone who is going to be ahead of you in the journey. So this is a huge one, and it's something that I learned very early in the pieces to have a leadership coach, have a mentor, have somebody who's been where I want to get to so that they can help guide me. They can provide um, good insights. They can provide feedback, ask me great questions, but also be a sounding board for me to ask them great questions, to pass ideas through. Just to just to have somebody to be able to talk to is is a great, great asset on your leadership journey. So point number 10 is probably the most important one from my point of view. Find yourself a leadership coach. So they are 10 ideas that John Maxwell covers in his book that hopefully will help you as you grow from being in the level one position into level two permission. So I hope that is of value to you, but also valuable for your team as well. And of course, as a reminder, particularly if you're looking at point number 10, uh, leadership coach, if you'd like some help with all of this and you'd like to move your leadership to the exceptional sales letter status over the next 90 days, let's work one-on-one together over that period of time and really get you on that journey. So go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com 
pick a time that suits. We'll sit down and have a conversation over Zoom and start working together as early as this week, if not early next week. Got a couple of openings coming up, so more than happy to uh, have that conversation. So look forward to that, and also look forward to speaking with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.